Three, we are the Sore Losers! What up, everybody? I'm Lunchbox. I run the show. Why do I run the show? Because I know the most about sports. So I'll give you the sports facts, sports opinions, because I'm pretty much a sports genius. What's up, everyone? I'm Eddie, and I'm the one that knows the least about sports. I'm your casual sports watcher. I love sports. I love it on TV, but I don't know who anyone is, and I don't really care. And I talk like this. Hey guys, I am Ray, and listen, I am the only person that watched the Extra Innings Affair last night with the Dodgers and the Brewers, and it was amazing. Woo! Why did you watch that actually, last you're, night? Actually, you're not the only one that watched it. I didn't watch it to the end. Exactly. But you said you were the only one that watched it, so you're lying. I saw the conclusion. It you finished did. up around 1.30 in the morning, and our time central. You were coming into work at that time? I was at work, and I was just sitting here, and I looked on ESPN, and I thought, the game's still on! And so I went and watched it in the other room. It was amazing. Ray, with thing. your crazy hours, you must you must love like the Ryder Cup and everything that happens overseas. I love Europe. I love stuff that goes down way over, all over there. Yeah, my sports, Asia, Russia. Oh, absolutely! If it's a soccer game or something, I'm fall. I can see those scores in the middle of the night. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Manny Machado. I want to talk about Manny Machado being a little chump. Um, he's had a bad 48 hours. He's going to be a free agent. And I he, thought he had the game-winning score last night. He's gonna he's he's looking for a contract 200, 250 million, something probably what he wants. I don't know if he'll get that. And after the last forty-eight hours, I hope he doesn't get that because in game three the other night he hits a ground ball to shortstop and he doesn't run it out. He's like, and afterwards they're like, what? And he goes, look, man, it's not my personality to hustle. Like what? Exactly. He said, I hit it. I took two steps out of the box. I saw the the guy had it in his glove. So what am I going to do? I'm not Mr. Charlie Hustle. I'm not going to beat that out. Hmm. Okay. Would you say he does it for the money then? No, I would say that he likes the game, but if he knows he's out, he's out. He he doesn't hustle, and that's that's bad. That, I hope I hope none of my kids' baseball team was watching the interview because we're teaching them to run through first. Like you got to finish. It doesn't matter if you just if it barely crosses the fair line. You've got to finish your run. Yeah, and he said, "I and don't." They know, look I, up to these people, yeah, man. I don't know what it means by barely crossing the fair line, but uh, uh, I'll tell you in 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 uh, t-ball little league, oh, there's, there's a little a, fair line. So that oh, there's a line that goes probably about the, ten feet in front of the plate. Oh, and sometimes the kids don't get a full hit on it, and it just barely doesn't cross the fair line. So they still got to run it out, though. Yeah, he said. Obviously, I'm not. I've been in the league for eight years. I've been doing this for eight years. I'm not going to change. I'm not the type of player that's going to be Johnny Hustle and run down the line and slide into first base and you know whatever can happen. That's just not my personality. That's not my cup of tea. That's not who I am. Should I have run out that pitch? Yeah, but I didn't, and I got to pay the consequences for it. It looks bad. It looks terrible. I look at the video and I'm like, whoa, what was I doing? But you know what? That's just who I am as a player. Well, Johnny Hustle got the game-winning run, and he touched that plate beautifully. I'm talking it was just an, such a picturesque slide, slaps that plate like it's a girl's butt, and that's how the Dodgers <laughs> won the game. And see, and the, and the difference between Manny Machado and then you look at someone like Derek Jeter. This is a tweet from Peter Gammons. At Derek Jeter's Who's final, Peter Gammons? He's a baseball analyst, analyst writer, okay. whatever. He's a legend in the writing realm of yes. baseball. Never heard of him. He tweeted, at Derek Jeter's final All-Star game in 2014, he asked, do me a favor and not praise me for running hard to first base. Really, it's not that big a deal to run hard. It's running 90 feet as hard as you can four times a night. It's what you're supposed to do. So there is the difference between two mentalities. Derek Jeter, one of the all-time greats, and Manny Machado, who has a lot of talent, but it seems like he has a bum attitude. 
a bum attitude that doesn't want to run out the ball that, hey, you know what? I'm in the show. My talent is good enough. If I'm going to ground out, what if he throws it away? He's not going to run it out because, oh, they're just too good. That is not the attitude to have. Then, last night, he goes Bush League. I mean Bush, Bush League. League. Run into first base. Ground ball to shortstop. No need to do this. And he clips the back of the first baseman as he's crossing the base. That on was it intentional? Absolutely. It wasn't Didn't a close. It. it wasn't a close close play. He ran and he with his left foot, boom, right across the back of Aguilar's leg, and the bench is cleared. Absolutely, they cleared. And he, I, I don't know if you as an umpire can kick him out of the game for that. No, because it's tough to decide. It, it happened all the time when I was playing as a kid. As a kid, dirty as, kid from the big city. Kids would do that from the big city. The first baseman, it, you can easily step on his ankle. So you're talking when you're about when the first the ha- baseman has his foot on the on the base. Yeah, when you yeah, he's, he's, he's stretching out for the ball. Yeah. He catches it, and Machado he goes across. On it. I he didn't really step. He more kicked the back of his like where his Achilles is. Okay, and that's bushly. You I, don't do that. I mean, you have about ninety percent of the base to step on. To not step on. Foot. There's no need to get that close. If it's a bang bang play and you're hustling and his foot's in the middle of the bag, right, like, right, right, right. Like no, it was nothing like that. And what he did, clear like Aguilar turns around, gets in his face, the catcher, and then the bench is clear, and they kind of you know are jawing back and forth. <sighs> Screw you. And there's no <sighs> brawl or anything, but. As a as a fan, I, I see that and I'm like, dang, Manny Machado, you look bad in the last 48 hours. Man, I don't know if he really just saw it happening like this as a snowball effect, but he is kind of looking like just a dirty player now all of a sudden. He does, and Christian Yelich called him a dirty player everybody on the Brewers. So my thing is, I, I was thinking about this overnight. If you're the Brewers, do you come back and do you hit him today? Oh, yes, four times. Four times. So you think you hit him every time he's yep. at bat? Send that message. No, no, no. I think we make the prediction. Do they hit? Do they beanball him? I say yes. I mean, this is one of those situations where if they do hit him, there's going to be a fight, right? Absolutely. And I mean, the pitcher's going to get ejected, so will they hit him? Probably not. It's playoff baseball. So just because of whatever happened, I mean, really, just because of, of yesterday's game and, hit, and it being a bad look, if the pitcher does happen to throw an accidental wild pitch and it hits him, he gets thrown out? He... Um, the ump can determine the ump, if it's an inside right. pitch or not, if it's totally wild. You the can umper, tell if something goes at their head. The head's a lot higher than the pitch strike zone. And you can tell when someone is throwing at someone and when someone's not. Like, if a ball goes straight for him and doesn't move, you know they're throwing at him. If you see the movement where it, you know, you can tell that, okay, it just got away from them. Ooh, I would think a straight fastball to the head would be more obvious than a curve. That's what I just said. Oh, I thought you meant like no, there's, I said, if, if, if there's if, movement if it goes, to the head. Then they know it was an accident. They just got away ah, from him. Like gotcha. it, 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 it was a. But I'm not even saying throw it at the head, like <laughs> because that is You're one thing. The leg. One thing about baseball is when people throw at the head, that's dangerous. You can you can kill somebody by hitting them in the head Absolutely. with a baseball going 100 miles an hour. And so I, they have all these unwritten rules in baseball, and I and I kind of like them sometimes. And in this instance, I don't know if you hit them because it's the playoffs. Yeah, they can't. Yeah, a pitcher is going to get ejected. A, a pitcher is going to get ejected. So if you have someone on your roster, a pitcher, you think, okay, I just need him for this one inning, and you want to start him in the game because Machado will probably bat third. You hit him, boom, he's out of the game. That's not how you win World Series. That's, That's around, how you play around hockey. The, about around the room, does Machado get hit? Yes. Lunch? No. I say no. I say no. I say no. I say you're going to wait until next the regular season next year 
And when the first game you play, whatever team Machado's on, he's getting hit, and he's going to get hit hard. That's too late, though, right? And then like, no, they were in baseball. Whole, it's weird. They, they never remember forget. stuff forever, right? Dude. In baseball, they remember. It's sort of like the bat flip a couple years ago. Joey or Jose Batista, Fatone? Joey bats oh. flips it against the Rangers. The next year, he slid in hard to second, and guess what? Odor, boom, punched him right in the face. Why? Because they were talking trash about the bat flip. They remembered the bat flip. They remember everything. Boys, let me tell you why he's going to get hit tonight. Baseball is entertainment. Tonight, the Do they world... Play, they play tonight, right? Yeah. Because this guy will just say anything and not even... I believe they play, and they should. <laughs> Let's double check that. It yeah, should be they game play, five. They play, they play today. Yeah, they yeah. play today. It was a close I one. Mean, I mean, Eddie, I love what you're saying, but I don't totally believe you when you say they're playing tonight. I need to check with Lunchbox. Thank you, Ray. I appreciate that. I'll tell you why he's going to get hit tonight. Because it's entertainment, and, and the whole world's going to be watching. We don't want to watch a good baseball game. We want to see fights. We want to see drama. And if there's a fight, we're all going to be watching, hoping that this dude gets nailed. And now you're right, Lunchbox. Not in the head. Let's not kill the dude. But let's hit him in the hip. But baseball is so inferior to football when it comes to TV watching. There was nobody watching that baseball game. There really night. isn't. And I'll be Dude, honest, when, when there's you think a football game. When you're watching a Sunday night football game, you're like, don't you think to yourself, man, everybody's watching this. With that baseball, dude. Not a lot of people watching that. Guys, I'll even tell you, last night I was flipping to find the baseball game, and there was an ep- episode of Seinfeld on it. Stop. I was like, I'll just watch this for a second. Get off because- the show. Yes, do you understand <laughs> that you're supposed to tune in because you ha- you do a sports podcast called yeah, The Sore Losers? and that's why I turned the TV on, and I was like, well, let me go to the game, and I go by TNT TV. Oh, Seinfeld's on. I watched the episode. And what's amazing to me is, this is just, I- I'm going to voice a little frustration here, is this is the biggest thing being talked about like this morning and after the game, and you haven't even seen the clip of the play at first base. No, I haven't seen it. <laughs> why is that frustrating to you? What do you mean? Why is it frustrating? Because I want to. We, we we need to talk about it, and you don't you, you don't even know what I'm talking about. You have no idea what happened, dude. Let me tell you. Last night I went to church. I got back. I watched. I tried to watch football. I whoa, tried, whoa, whoa! Church on a Tuesday? Yeah, we, and, and football on a Tuesday. No, 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 you we tried do, to watch football. No, no, no. <laughs> Like, no. what, what did you try to like, keep coming? We, we go to a night church thing on Tuesday night. So we go, and then oh, I was. That sucks. And then he watched football. No, no, no. And then I was looking for the baseball game, and I got caught watching a Seinfeld episode. And then I had to walk the dog. And before you know it, I'm tired. I'm trying to go to bed. And then we do the morning show in the morning. And then we're working. I got to edit videos and stuff. I can't look at highlights in the morning. And then. Now it's time to do this, and I'm like, man, that's crazy because I have the same schedule as you, but I've I managed to find it. No lunchbox, I'm working during the show. You probably look at highlights when you come in in the morning. When do you catch up? If you don't watch a game the night before, when I wake up in the morning before I come into work, you wake up just to turn your computer on and look at highlights. Well, I sit there and eat breakfast in the kitchen, and no time for breakfast. No well, time. That's I, just, I grab a bar and that's, that's it. a lifestyle change you need then. So I need to wake up early. Yes. So I wake up at three. Turn Sports Center on. Read the paper. Read the paper. Back to the Maybe church thing. How long are you going to church? It's for? An hour. Oh, on a Tuesday mm-hmm. night. Oh, do you have to write and pay attention? Is it a class or is it a church no, service? No, it's just a church service. Okay, good. You can daydream. You can zone out. Love it, <laughs> dude. I thought you were about to say it was a church class because you have to be active in there. You have to answer questions. I've been to those before. No, it's a church service, it, oh. it, and it's fun. It's mostly music, and then the sermon's probably like twenty minutes. Do you make your kids go? They go, but they have a class that they go to. They don't oh, sit in the actual sermon. Man, on a Tuesday night, and you go yeah. on Sundays also. Mm-hmm, Sunday morning. What, what? Oh. Buzzkill. I wow. I know it's terrible. I love God. I love you. I love you for your religion and your dedication. I love religion. I'm a Christian, but oh my gosh, on a Tuesday night, after a long day of work, 
Yeah, man, it's just what I do. Like, I spend my extra time that I have, I'll go to church. Like, you'd nod off a little bit, right, dude? I would be so no, I don't nod off. You can't nod off at church. Our two busiest days are Monday, Tuesday. I'm there because I want to listen. I'm not there because they made me go. No, they are because you leave early on Sundays because of football. So you're coming in here saying, "Oh, I love God. I'm dedicated to God. God I'm leaving early for football." I don't have to stay till the end where they (laughs) sing their last song and talk about the announcements and what's happening. You guys want to donate money? I don't stay to that. Like, okay, I heard your message. Thank you. Football starts in ten minutes. I gotta run. The fact that he does leave Sunday service early for football is hilarious. And not all the time. If the Cowboys are on at <laughs> noon, I'm definitely gone. I'm gone. Yep. Dude, because it's so obvious to everybody there, you're leaving early for football. Guys, I got in trouble the last the two Sundays ago because I was trying to make sure all my lineup was set during church. Because sometimes it's just like, dude, I have no time. By the time we get out of here, no, the noon cutoff's gonna start. My DraftKings is gonna be set. You gotta I can't be sneaky here. What do you mean? Do you don't go the to the restroom? No, why don't you just go to the bathroom in church or set it before you go to church? Well, see, in church now, people have Bible apps, like so they're following the Bible. You're allowed then to be on the cell yeah, phone. Yeah, so a lot of people, it's weird now. Really? Now, people pull out their phone yeah, for the and, Bible? Yeah. yeah, and they're following the Bible app on their phones and they're highlighting stuff or whatever. I watch them. And so I act like I'm doing that too, but then I'll go to like DraftKings and then make sure my lineup's just so right there. So, so people sure. think he's on the Bible app, but he's on DraftKings.com. But is the wife right next to you? Yeah. See, and they, she, so she was just like, "Hey, can, can, we can do that later." <laughs> and, then, and then I'm like, and, "And then I'm like, no, actually, actually, I can't. It's a new cutoff, and I have a chance to win a million dollars." No, you were doing that in the Lord's house. <laughs> yeah, and if the Lord really liked you, He would have let you win the million dollars you, on DraftKings. Can I confess something else? I do throw that in my prayers sometimes. I'm like, I have a really good lineup this week, this, this today. Like, please, God, like if. The, if it's in the cards tonight, let me win that first place money. Dude, the funny thing is that you're saying that. South Beach, my good friend, bets all the time on a Sunday NFL when he's got a big parlay, maybe a thousand on it, he goes to church. <laughs> Those are the Sundays he goes to church. I, I don't know, That's how, interesting. That's I don't know interesting how much concept. of a role hey, he plays in that. Hey, if you Dude, none. none. He does not, not care about your gambling. No he money, does. money. See, see the thing, and people, people don't understand. I gamble because I, I need money. I have a forty thousand dollar bet, uh, a debt that I have that like I've, <laughs> I've was had like a bet. No, what? a debt, a debt. I had a forty thousand dollar debt since I was like since twelve years ago, and like I'm just like, dude, one of those hits, one of those DraftKings hits. Just give me $20,000 or cut that in half. And I love that mindset. That's why I do it. I don't do it because what am I going to do with $20,000? Okay. Go on a trip. But it, you it, realize it, you can't think about that debt like that. I This one lady that I work with, when I get my when I have my appointments and stuff, she has tons of loans from student debts. Like yeah. She has $150,000 from doctor school. She worries about that all the time. I told her, I was like, you can't worry about that. She's going to pay itself off. Yeah, eventually. school debts you can't worry about. That's, I mean, Eddie, that's those school debt, are similar. Wedding debt. debt. Wedding. I mean, no, no, my, no, my, he, my, he my debt was. pay for his wedding. Hold on. You don't know my life, Lunchbox. My debt comes from getting paid 10. Uh, I started my first job $8 an hour, had a kid two, you know, two years after that out of that salary. And like, we just had to put everything on a credit card. Yeah. Everything went on a credit card. Everything. But Why you're you, knocking it out now though. Why no, are you I getting am, mad but, though? But I can't, because you start jumping to conclusions. Like, you know what my did, life is like. Did you pay like. for your wedding? Well, I didn't, but that's, that's not for you I, to answer. You, you don't know the answer. So. I do know because I just said it. I, I knew exactly the answer, so I was just trying to say he didn't have to pay for his wedding. He got it doing other things. I was just trying to join in the conversation. Sorry. I'll just sit over here and be quiet and let you talk. Go ahead. Well, I appreciate it. When the question's directed towards me, you <laughs> it, can it let me answer It wasn't a question, actually. He did. He said you have to pay for your no, wedding. No, he didn't. 
He said, oh, you paid for your wedding? You, he oh didn't say goodness. a question. All right, what's the next topic? And Lunchbox, as he sat back, he pushed his microphone away from yes. him. <laughs> and what I'm saying is if you're going to pay off those debts, you need to bet big. You need to bet on games. You, you're you not going to win on DraftKings. You're wasting then three. Then I'll lose more money. Not No, if you're, your locks are hitting, so you bet $1,000 on those locks, you're boom. You've already knocked 1000 off your debt in one game. Boom. Dude. 40 games, you're out of the Dude, hole. Dude, that's what football season is for. It's that's, 16 weeks. It, 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 that's, that's how you I'm pay try- off your debt. That's <laughs> no, what I was trying to get to. No, it's not. Listen, guys, I, I put $3 of my money every Sunday with a chance to win $100,000. I can turn the $3 into 1000 Chances are I'm not going to hit it. So what am I out on at the, at the end of the day? Three bucks. But you can take that thousand and turn it into three thousand. And if I don't, I have to owe another thousand. Right. I'm in trouble. Eddie just threw his pen. But you—that's the a gambler can't. I feel you like you guys aren't being way. good friends right now and giving me sane advice. Like, no. You, what was your luck? The Chargers. If you would have bet a thousand dollars on the Chargers, you'd have be a thousand dollars closer to paying off that debt. Instead, you took three dollars of DraftKings and you won three dollars. Congratulations. You're not going to pay it off $3 at I've a time. Won, I've won 100 And you know what better odds are than DraftKings is doing like a – the max you can do on most – A parlay. Sport, most sports betting websites, the max you can do is a 15-team parlay. And do for a $5 one, parlay. For $1, you can make 16000 That's a smarter thing than DraftKings. What, what's that? Dude, for $1, exactly. you do 15-team parlay. It's got to be against the spread. You can win 15000 if really? you put five on that, it's got to be against the spread. So every team I pick has what? What do you mean? No, no, no. It just means you can't pick the money line. Oh, okay, I got you. I got you, Coach. You just pick fifteen. You pick one correctly every weekend. If you pick fifteen, you make fifteen thousand, and it costs one dollar. Costs one dollar. You got to pick fifteen games correct. You put down five dollars, you win eighty thousand. This is your website that you do yes. you gamble on. Sportsbook That's is the one I'm you can saying. do fifteen teams. There's Bovado better let options you do out there. That's what we're trying to get to. You. Your DraftKings like, you is never going to hit. You realize we're trying that- to help you. You're saying we're not giving you good advice. We are trying to tell you DraftKings is a shot. I mean. You're you're just throwing three dollars and you're playing against a hundred thousand people. You're just playing yourself. One dollar win you fifteen thousand. Okay, I'm sorry, Coach, boys. Okay, you win now you're making games? a lot of sense to me right now. Yes. The, the DraftKings, I've explained it to people before. There's these experts. They pay for these expert lineups. They have scripts. They at one point it's all about these numbers. It's, it's all about numbers. They put in hundreds that like the experts are able to put in 10,000 lineups. You put in one. Yeah, they're using algorithms. So they have every person that catches a pass, they have a lineup with that person in it. That's just the way it is. Every time you see something like, man, who caught that? Swoop. Someone's got them. They have them because they have 100 lineups in that one contest and they're beating your I mean they're they're taking your money. They Well, that's my tactic now to pick like five people that aren't even so supposed to play. Like I I'll pick backup quarterbacks instead of starting quarterbacks cuz what if I have that game where Aaron Rodgers gets hurt and then Kaiser comes in and then wins the whole game no, and scores 50. I love that. I love that. I love that. But you're going to go a whole season and you're going to lose 100 bucks. But you're never going to take a chunk off that $40,000. You've right. got to do the 15-team parlays, that, or you take a 1,000 and bet one game every weekend. And Lunchbox, I'm sorry I snapped at you, but just money stresses me out, and I get stressed out with that conversation. It shouldn't stress you out, it shouldn't, Yeah, you shouldn't. If you want to make it up, I mean, we can teach you. We can teach you how to gamble. That We can get you a login to these websites, and you can— No, no, no. I don't, <laughs> I don't need a login. Ray, can I you give you the dollar? No. Give me your Visa number. No. No, 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 Let's no. Let's log in. No. Let's— <laughs> 
This is how I get roped in. Smash cut five years from now. Yeah, have you seen Eddie? Dude, I haven't seen Eddie in three years ever since we gave him that login. Yes, that's what you need. You need your own login so you don't have to call Ray. And what if Ray's not available? And you can make your bet. You can be there in I church. I don't need a gambling no, website. You can be there login. in church and be like, okay, God, please give me a sign of which. Should I take the Bengals or the Chiefs this weekend? The Chiefs are minus five and a half. God, just you know, just say the word. If it's amen, then I know I'm taking the Bengals. If you better it's believe me, the that Lord. I know it's the Chiefs and the and, and if that if that time. What did you just say? If it's what? If it's amen, it's the Bengals, and if it's uh, who's going to say that? The God? pastor. The pastor, <laughs> because he's going to speak through the pastor. So, so the next, stupid. the next one, if the the pastor says. Praise the Lord, then you know you're taking the Chiefs. <laughs> if the pastor, the next thing he says is amen, you know it's the Bengals. And then you can log on your phone right there and be like, thank you, God, and hit, this is for you. And you hit Bengals. That way you don't have to call Ray and be like, hey, God just sent me a sign. He said amen. That way you have it right there at your fingertips. I'm for sure going to ask God about my 15-game parlay. And I will tell you, the 15-game parlay, you miss like two of them or one, or one of them. It's over. You no, lose. no, 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 no. You lose it. You <laughs> thanks, lose it all. Thanks, but coach. <laughs> It hurts because you're like, I was one pick away. It I hurts. Know. It's like the it craps hurts. table. The, those, uh, pro, what do you call oh, them? Uh, feature uh, bets. The features. All small, all tall. Get them all. That is the best bet. <laughs> dude, you should be a Vegas dealer after you this career. Be. Please do that. Yeah, dude, if we go under, like, whatever, go to Vegas and be a dealer. Please, I will go visit you every year. No, no, no. I like to play it. I don't want to sit there and watch people play. I like playing You'd it. be so good. Who's got that nana canina? I heard they make uh, six figures. They do make six figures. They, <laughs> you get smoke get, blown in your, fa- blown in your and face And you get a bunch of long. drunk idiots yelling at you and people, like, on the craft table, the people that throw the chips high in the air, give me a hard eight, and they throw it way high in the air. Come on, man, just toss it. No, to the you'd guy. be fun though. You I do. I do kind of like toss. It, it is fun to toss it. Dollar yo, pay my friend Joe. But what casino game could you do all day as a job of any of them? Uh, I, not I, the I, dice. Uh, slot slot maintenance. The, the dice would piss me off. People throwing that damn dice all day. No way. I would. It would do a simpler one. Like you, slot maintenance. You're just like cleaning the machines or what? Or no, no, you're slots, so you're making sure they're all functioning. <laughs> yeah, totally. right. Oil the machine See, and you're good. I, I would say... Not think, blackjack. No, blackjack will get old because... Because all the counting. The roulette. No, I love the counting. Oh, the counting is the fun count. part. I can't count worth the crap. I let the dealer tell me what the number is. Dude, the roulette, seeing that wheel you spin get, you, you, all day long. No, no way. I'd get dizzy. But they don't sit there and watch it. They walk back and forth. Right. No more bets. No but more that's bets. kind of fun to spin the ball. Yeah, because we did it when we were in Vegas, and I did it 50 times in a row trying to get Red 21, and it didn't hit. And I oh, watched I it. imagine why it didn't. I mean, that's the worst strategy ever. No, 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 because then no, you stop. walk away, and it hits the next one every time. <laughs> it did. Three spins later. We're not Three talking spins about later. it. No, you have some patience to do that 50 spins. Coach, I do the roulette wheel for five spins. Well, really what it. I did is I was doing it for 10, and I lost, and I put 100 on red and won. So I was like, oh, let's try those ten. Uh, let's try it 10 times in a row again because I was back to even. And it ended up, I had to do it five times and it still didn't hit. And then I lost the 100. So I ended up losing 200 instead of just my 100. <laughs> and then we walked away and I went to the bathroom. I came back after three spins and it hit red 21. So stupid. Good and um, almost every time we walk into a casino, we look at the history chart and 21's hit multiple times yes. on the tables. What number do you, do you always in your head, do you see hits a lot and you feel it? 21, red 21 red. and black 17. I give you red 13. Okay. 13's a hitter, dude. I believe 13 is black. Oh, boy. Here no, we go. No, it's red. I believe 13 is black. Oh it's boy. red. What color is... Just do the roulette wheel. 13. It's red. On roulette wheel. Roulette wheel. 13. Ah, what did I just do? It's Ooh. red. 
13. It's red because 12 is black. 13 uh-huh. is black. What? Red go. is 12. What? Yeah, dude, that, that's why it never hits. You're that, looking that, for a number that doesn't exist. Yeah, you're, you're looking for a fake roulette. You're, you're <laughs> you playing on what? a fake roulette no, wheel. You know what? I think on the website that I used to go to, there's only one green, so it makes all the numbers different oh, in probably. colors. That could be a thing. So well, now no, he's going to look that up. But because, look, the, the reason I, I go by this one is because 21 is red here. Yeah, well, I know 12 is red also because that's my sister's jersey number, and she yes. played high school softball, and so I bet it's And sometimes. I know that 11 is black, so there's no way that 10 can be... A 12 could be red. 13. 13. So, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, whatever, whatever. Whatever. So anyway, back to we're, tonight. I mean, I want to see if Machado gets hit, but I wanted to say he's a bum. He's Bush League. That, that was terrible. But I do like baseball unwritten rules and how teammates take care of each other. And I don't know if the playoffs is the time to do it, but I do like the way the bench is clear and they got in each other's face. How does that work? Like one year you're uh, yeah, my boys, all about my boys, and we're all Dodgers this year. Next year, someone else. And then if I had to fight the Dodgers, I'll fight the Dodgers. You gotta fight the Dodgers. How you does got, that work? You gotta have your teammates back. Doesn't matter what team you're on. Doesn't matter. You have to if you're not willing to if they don't know you have their back, then I don't think the team bonds and it's hard to win. I feel like those are the kind of teams that don't win. I think you all have to be in and be there for each other. And winning helps. Like when you're winning, you're all about having each other's back. So say, so say, like I, look at the Giants right now. They don't have each other's back because why? Because they're terrible. They're one in five, and uh, Odell Beckham's calling everybody out. So lunchbox, say, say I play for the Astros, you play for the Red Sox, and and we we we're friends. We're friends. We like each other, right? Like we're, we're sometimes friends. okay. But if we go out, we got to fight each other. Would you punch me if, if we're if, on opposite teams? If you're running into the pile trying to fight my team, I got to fight you. Would you punch me though, or would you, you act, sw- would you act like you're punching no, me? No, if you're swinging at my team, I'm swinging at you. Oh, I don't know if I can hit you guys. Yes, just, just because I play for an opposite team, I won't nail you guys. I'd probably act and just be like, "Hey, look at me. Let's just get in the bottom of the dog pile and act like you're punching my gut." Oh, I would always go the easy way out. Getting in a brawl with multiple people is the dumbest thing because that's when the random stuff happens. You get hit in the back of the head. If it's just you and the dude, you can see who you're fighting. It's bad to get in a bar fight. Cousins have got been there before. That's how you get your teeth busted out and random stuff happens. You okay, can well, control a one-on-one yeah, we're talking fight. About, we're talking about field and baseball fights. Yeah, there's the guys behind you all over the place with bats and stuff. Do they ever take bats out? Uh, a couple times. There, there was one time back in the day, a dude. Uh, he like kicked the catcher and then took the bat out to. I, I know Juan Marichal. You know there was one when he was involved with a bat. Hey, what happens? What do they do? Does everyone just kind of stand back with their hands up, like whoa, whoa, dude? They're like, is it like a hostage situation where you got to be like whoa, 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 whoa. Like, easy, buddy, easy, buddy. Hey, On the baseball hey, field, the one whoa, guy has whoa. three hostages. I mean, I mean, dude, there's no way the guy with the bat's gonna get beat. Like, has a baseball fight ever turned into a hostage situation? <laughs> I. But it's sort of like when they're when they're charging the mound and they throw their helmet at the pitcher first. Right, that's not fair. Why he just threw a ball at him? <laughs> like how is that not fair? Like I always think of that. I'm like the dude just threw a ball 100 miles an hour, 95 miles an hour at your body. I don't have any problem with you throwing your helmet there at him. There just shouldn't be any accessories involved in sports fighting. You know what I mean? But he started it with a baseball going right. 95 miles an hour, so I'm all for it. And then tonight, the Astros are in a must. They got to win. They, they have to win. Or happening. they're down three one, right? So they have to even it up. They have, to, in my opinion, you have to even it up. You go down three to one, it's over. Yeah, it's very. I mean, the Cubs did come back against the Indians in the World Series a couple years ago to win after being down three one. So you can't really say it's over. Yeah, Just the Boston Red Sox did come opi- down, back down three zero. It's been yes done against before. the Yankees. Yes, they. To, that's when they broke the curse. That was awesome. But yes, I believe if they do not win tonight, it's over. When yeah. it, that good of a team, I don't think you're beating three in a row. Mm-hmm. And that means the Astros have, would have lost three in a row, which would be crazy because I think they are so good. 
So good. Man. Did you watch that game? No, but Boston just got hot with the bats, right? One dude hit a grand slam, didn't he? Mookie Betts. Yeah. Not Mookie Betts. Jackie Bradley Jr. hit a grand slam in the eighth. You give up a granny. A granny is going to... A granny is going to deflate the whole crowd when you're only down by one A granny is going to winny. Yeah, a Listen, granny the granny's is a gonna affect the game. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> yeah, and I mean the Astros are the defending champs. I mean they got they got to get up off the mat. They got to bring it. Altuve, yeah. where are you at? Yeah, so if the on. Astros are out, okay, Boston. What's it looking right like right now? Boston Dodgers or is that Dodger series? Is that even two up? two? Okay, still the Brewers. It's still the Brewers to lose, dude. I want Brewers Astros. I do too. Yeah. Uh, and last night NBA season kicked off, and the Warriors got their championship rings. And they did a whole ceremony down on the court. And I just want to say, when you're handing out the championship rings, do not introduce the owners first, and then the GM, and then the assistant GM, and the assistant to the assistant GM. Like The fans don't care about those people. They need to introduce the players that won the championship. Durant first. Durant was last. No, that's smart. Because he gets the biggest Big applause. Because they say Kevin Durant, 2018 <sighs> Finals MVP, Kevin Durant! Peanuts! And I read an article <laughs> that they put Durant last because they usually do Steph Curry last because he's the team captain and everything. Is They're already trying to recruit him to opt in next offseason into his $31 million contract because they're worried he's going to leave in free agency, so they're doing little things like Putting him last, showing him the most appreciation. Trying think to say he's going to La La Land. That's what they're worried about. Oh. But, but and even after the game, though, Durant said, "Look, I don't need to be recruited. I know what this organization's about. I know they're about winning, and I love my time here. I don't need to be asked after every game. Are you going to resign? Are hmm. you going to opt in? He goes, I don't need that. I know I'm appreciated. Mm-hmm. And the Warriors win. Woo, dear mama." Did you watch it? Did you guys watch any basketball last night? No, dude. I wonder if they covered. It had to have been like a ten spread or more. Uh, it was one hundred eight, one hundred. I don't think that. I doubt There's they no covered. way they covered because Westbrook wasn't even playing. You can win an NBA championship, but for the betters, you still can't cover. Ah, it's one game. They're going to cover a lot of games in the Celtics Sixers game. Boy, that was ugly. Was it? Oh my goodness. Markel Fultz starts right. Yeah, he starts, but he looked. I mean, he didn't look any good. The jumper still broke, but the process. You don't believe in the oh, process? I trust the, oh, I, the I process. believe in Embiid. I believe in Embiid, and I believe He's in so Simmons. Dirty. But the rest of the team, it was just kind of like, what am I? It was just sloppy. The Is first, Redick still with him? Yeah, he's coming off up the those bench. Old man threes. He's so good. I know. So good. He's an assassin from the outside. Yeah. Uh, but the Celtics, they have. I mean, they have so much talent. They're so. I mean, it was an ugly game, and they still blew them out by like eighteen points. The Celtics are the team that's going to compete with the Warriors. That's them. Yeah. Yeah. It has to be. You said t- Toronto is. Yeah, you I think, like Toronto. I like Toronto out of the East just because I like Kawhi. Kawhi I want to see Kawhi play. Did he play it all last year? Uh, seven games. Yeah, I don't even remember him playing. So that I just want to see him on a court again. Yeah, he'll be back. He's good. What did he do? He played a little bit, then got hurt again, or it was like he played well, with the Spurs. He got hurt. He played. He got hurt, and then he yeah. came back for a couple games, and then his there's like rumors that yeah, he the, hated the, the team right and so he's like oh i'm gonna go train with my people because i don't feel right and then <laughs> what is his uncle took over or something his uncle yes and <laughs> and then it just the the, the relationship fell uh, fell apart with the spurs uh, like I, I dude sometimes relationships end dude and but it ended ugly it ended real you guys were a bad breakout 
Oh, it was the worst breakup I've seen in a while. Dude, the- you guys were like a high school breakup. The boyfriend's going to college. He breaks up with the high school sweetheart. That was you guys' relationship. It was such a perfect relationship, and then it ended so horribly. Right. We we discovered him. We found He was the ugly duckling at the dance. He was. Like, no one expected him to be that good. And the Spurs brought him in, and he, all he was thought of is a defensive player coming out of college. They traded George Hill for him. They bring him. They nurture him. They get him. Oh, breastfeed him. Yeah, they breastfed him. They breastfed him. They <laughs> nurtured him. That's what the Spurs him. do. They, they coddled <laughs> him. They taught him how to shoot, and they turned him into a top five NBA player. And then he said, you guys betrayed me. You guys made fun of me in the media. You made fun of my injury. I got my feelings hurt. I'm out of here. I'm going to Toronto. Is that how it all went down? Yeah, pretty much. Pretty yeah. much. And let me tell you about the Spurs organization. Oh, hey, they, Spurs fan. It's coming from a Spurs guy. They do such a good job at keeping these players quiet. Like, you're, you're, you're nothing on this team. No one's a superstar. Like, you're not going to talk crap or whatever. You're going to act this way. And they do. And you can tell because as soon as they leave the Spurs, like Steven Jackson, they become like who they are. And they show their true colors. Kawhi, Kawhi, you know, like talking out like that. All right, no time for that. You're gone. I love that about him. Like uh, Tim Duncan, you know, the greatest players in the NFL, like never Tim said Tim Duncan word. was in the NFL? Uh, in the NBA. Never what, s- was he a wide receiver? Yeah, I know. He was a <laughs> running back. No, it just like, you know, he never talked smack. Like right. never. He's You're right. just straight. That was the culture there. I saw a great quote from Draymond Green, who loves to talk trash. He's kind of annoying talk-wise, right. but okay, go okay. ahead. Okay. He said about Tim Duncan, he goes, I was a rookie and I tried to talk smack to Tim Duncan and he just stared at me like I was a tree. And I never, he goes, I never said another word to him. (laughs) He goes, he just stared at me like he was a tree and he did not even hear me. He goes, as a rookie, I was just like, Okay, and I never talked trash to the guy again. <laughs> that is so funny to me, like, because you did like the way Tim Duncan walked around. He looked like a robot. He did not mm-hmm. say anything. He just kind of do 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 do. I mean, it was great. That's why I want you Tim know, to be a commentator. But you know, he has opinions. You know, he's got you know wants dude, to say Dude, all these guys things. do. You never saw him talk like John Smoltz. Never saw the dude talking. Now he's a commentator for all these big MLB <laughs> games, and he's actually talking. It's actually interesting. Yeah, A Rod. I mean, he really didn't say too much because he really didn't know the English language. I still that much. don't really understand. Who a Rod, yeah, I still A-Rod don't grew him. up in Florida. What are you talking? Then why about? does he speak a little what bit? What are you talking why about? Why is he didn't English... know the, the language? Well, no, they no, made it seem like really, that. He has a really thick he accent. He has a thick accent. Still. You know who has a thick accent is David Ortiz. That's what I'm saying. So these guys in interviews, even Pedro Martinez, when I try to hear him talk, it's like, dude, dude. So all of those guys, when they're doing the pregame, <laughs> at times I'm like, huh. Yeah, no, it's not. A, it's it's no. nothing against them. Dude, it's not a knock, but I'm saying it's cool to hear their personalities because when we got to see them interviewed after a game, most of the time it was very straight to the point and they yeah. never gave any personality. But back to what I'm saying about the Spurs and that, I think other basketball teams like encourage smack talking. Like the PR department's like, just talk trash. Whatever you feel, go. Let it rip. But like, the Spurs, the Spurs no never way. do. Dude, I, I'm surprised there's anything to do with the PR department. I just think it's they, they have a different culture. Yes, it's a different culture. Like, Popovich wants people that are buttoned, like keep it buttoned up, and they don't want to attract attention. Other organizations don't seem to mind that. Like the coach is okay with drafting flashy players that are going to talk out and speak their mind. Sort of like they they traded for Demar Derozan, who doesn't really talk. He's a quiet dude. You don't see him in the medium. They have certain types of individuals they like to have in their organization because they want it to be about the team. Other people are like, hey, it's cool if you you want to be. 
uh, out there and flamboyant and run your mouth. I mean, that's fine. So, like, the Spurs, they wouldn't take Manny Machado. No, they yeah. wouldn't oh, take hey, Manny Machado. He'd be off no, the no, team. No. no time for that. But I've also been surprised that college teams don't shut down guys' Twitter's accounts. I am shocked. I'm shocked I, by I've that. always thought about that. Like, I can't believe they don't just shut it down for all four years and say, all right, here's your Twitter back. Thanks for playing. Twitter's tough because, you know, that's, that's, that's a personal right. Like, you can have Twitter. The problem is you represent whoever. Coach, these guys are getting in so much trouble. I so know just it, shut dude. it down. I mean, even like. Yeah. It's the smart thing to do oh, as a person. Yeah. It's responsible. Like Alex but. Bregman for the Astros. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the other night before the game yesterday, they were they were facing Evaldi for the uh, Red Sox, and he said he posted on his Twitter. He goes, "Just watching a little game tape, getting ready for the game tomorrow," and it was a clip of the Astros hitting back to back to back home runs off Evaldi, and someone told him to take it down. Oh, okay. Uh, so that's funny. It, it's funny. Yeah, but dude. Right, but it's just to a level we've never seen before, dude. I love it because I, I love, and everybody's like, oh, that's, that's in that part of trash talking. Just- see, that's what I think. I, I'm okay but with that. But that's the at confidence. the professional level. I'm seeing in the college ranks. I can't believe these dudes are allowed that's to a tweet good point. and stuff that's, like that. That's a good point. College is different than professional. Because they can misrepresent their university and look like crap and stuff like and that. And they can misrepresent their team also. But the fact is, everybody's like, oh, I can't believe he guaranteed a win. That's bulletin board material. Guys, Everybody thinks they're going to win. Like they go into the game thinking oh, you they're going to win. You're so lose. Yeah. so who cares if they say, "Oh, it's a gu- guarantees are nothing anymore." I guarantee we're going to win that game. If you're going to guarantee it, come out and say, "I'm going to guarantee it," or "I'm going to cut off my arm." Then it means something. But if you're just going to guarantee it, and then if you lose, it's like, "Oh, I guess we lost." Then it doesn't matter. Or so, these guarantees let us know a couple days before, so we have time to place the bet. <laughs> Especially got a fifteen game. Like, parlay, don't give me, me that guarantee two seconds before the game starts. No, 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 no. Give the betters time to place the bet if you're doing the guarantee. Hey, Coach Ray. So, if you were a coach for university, would you make all your players cancel their Twitter account? I think Instagram's fine, even though you can comment the same on Instagram. Thing. So, we got to say social media because you can't just do no tweets. No, I mean you can mess up in any outlet. I just feel like Twitter they have more of a personality and it just just room for people to get in trouble why not just shut it down just shut it down what about i feel you? like a lot Response. of players do it on their own like you'll see uh lebron he'll shut it down for it's four smart. months it's smart it's responsible right right i can't believe coaches don't stand it on like just be like hey nobody can play on their twitters this season I, they want them to have their own personality i bet they do it so, in high school it, i guarantee you high schools are doing it and stuff like that they have to no they they're have not they're, to, they're not though that's the problem it's because a lot of these guys if you've been watching major league baseball at least the, some of these pitchers have good outings, and all of a sudden these people go back and dig up tweets from when they were in high school, and they're like, oh, man, look what this guy posted in high school. And this season, a couple people have to come, had to come out and be like, hey, in high school I was a different person, right. my bad. Yeah. Like I posted some offensive stuff. So I don't think anybody shuts it down. And some of these coaches are actually embracing Twitter, and they're interacting with these kids on Twitter. That's how they're – some of them are recruiting exactly. through Twitter. Yeah, yeah. So You have to use Twitter. You yes. have to embrace it a little bit because if you're the old grotchety man that says, hey, you can't have Twitter and you can't have social media, kids are going to be like, man, why do I want to go to that school? I can go play for uh, Ohio State or I can go play for USC or UCLA or Oregon who allows me to have Twitter, which it shouldn't be that big a deal to have a Twitter but we live in a, a society that, hey, I want to get as many likes as I can, and that's important for their brand. Dude, and I'm not saying I care about it. I'm just actually shocked. Well, when it comes to you know talking smack and that kind of trash talking, that kind, those kind of tweets was what I'm talking about. Not, I mean, promo, promo yourself left and right. Put your tape on there. Show your ability, whatever. But when it comes to that. Like it's it's a slippery slope because a Twitter social media is your right. That is your personal account. You have a right to say whatever you want, 
whenever you want. Mm-hmm. If it's going to backfire on you, and that's on you. You know, like if, if it if it looks right. bad on you, it's on you. And you have a right to say it. You have a right to post on Twitter, but the coach also has a right to tell you you can't have a Twitter if you want to come to school here. That's tough. It's tough. I mean, that's the personal right. It's a personal right issue. Well, and it's like a focus thing. I I, I just I just that's feel another like, thing. I feel like we're gonna see it though. I, I we have to like. What do you mean? Where they're just like, oh, this just in. The Lakers are not letting LeBron tweet for the whole month. They'll yeah. let no Lakers will tweet this month. I feel like that's coming in the news report. No team's ever done it where there's a huge news thing where it says, "Wow, this just in." How crazy would that be? This just in: the New York Giants are no longer tweeting. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> all of them, dude. It feels like that's coming. I don't know. Yeah, it does feel that way. And it wasn't there last year. Didn't somebody get in trouble for tweeting during the game? Or I've, I feel like I remember. No, that was uh, Antonio Brown went live in the post game like locker room after the celebration, and they were talking about going to get the Patriots. And... But has anyone ever done it during the game? Oh, I'm sure people have tweeted yeah. during the game during halftime or something like that. I mean, I don't know off the top of my yeah. head. But yes, that's why they say like there's policies that you can't sort like. Did you see the Astros get in trouble the other day in in Fenway? They had a guy that was supposed to be filming inside the Red Sox dugout, but he was filming signs. That's what I'm saying. He was filming signs, like, and he was texting, and they kicked him out. They were like, "Who? What are you doing?" He's like, "No, I'm part of the media." And they're like, "What is?" And so Major League Baseball stepped in. Like that's what I mean. Like he was it, filming pitch signs. Well, like he, no, they're yeah. gonna try and read the first base coach probably or something where they can steal do the. Yeah, steal he was sign. in the media section, uh, so he could film in the, the Red Sox dugout and what and all the other signals. And he was texting it over. Who, to, who, you who was he working for? The Astros. the Astros. But you realize stealing signs, it's not that complicated. Like These are signs for baseball players who are just kind of half paying attention because they're about to hit. So these are all pretty simple signs no, to figure out. Complicated. It is complicated, but if you can figure out their tell, there's always something that they touch that triggers the sign. Right. So as long as you figure the tell, you can figure the whole sign. But the only way you're going to do that is if you record it and memorize it. Exactly. That's why he was doing it. <laughs> Wow, so they were trying to cheat. Dude, if you record yes. any team signs, you can watch it for an hour and have a pretty good idea what their signs are. What's the punishment for cheating like that? Spanked. Yeah. I mean, it's Time gotta, got to be a big deal. They take your phone away for two hours? That's crazy. That's got to be like, <laughs> sorry, your first two runs don't count. <laughs> like Dude, my something. favorite thing back in the day was trying to steal signs. We always did it. Like it's dumb, you know. Players are we are always like, like breaking a Morse code. We're always like, hey, do you think if he touches the elbow, is that the tell? Does that mean that the rest of the signs on? It's because yeah. And then like with catchers, you would always give like five signs, and you would, it's always just oh, it's the third sign or something like that. With catchers, it's simple to figure out. That's why guys on second base are always looking in to try and figure out the signs. And how do they? And how do they tell the batter? Touch their hat if wow. it's a curveball. Dude, we all, used to all steal. All that stuff happens. Dude, that was the funnest thing about growing up, like trying to steal signs. Once you're in high school yeah. and kids are advanced enough to do signs, we'd have guys all the time. Sometimes he just hold up the number two to tell us it's a curveball. You're like, okay, that's a little, <laughs> okay, a little obvious, yeah, dude. Come hey, on, Kinger, hey. that's a little obvious, dude. <laughs> dude, Kinger would do. My boy Kinger would Kinger. do that all the time. Hey, I was like, I was like, Kinger, do it a little bit more discreet, where you just touch your arm or your glove. Kinger would just hold up the number two. It's gonna be a slider. <laughs> slider. Watch the slider. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, stealing, and if, they always say in baseball, if you're not cheating, you ain't trying. Really? Yeah. Wow. And I and and going back to the social media, though, I do, like Kevin Durant, going on there and interacting with fans. And like, he had he, a he fake respond, account. Well, that is, that's crazy that they have fake accounts <laughs> to, great. to respond to themselves, to make themselves, to pump themselves up. Exactly. Like, dude, you're a great baller. Like, like great wait, game wait, tonight. Wait, 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 wait. He did it just to... 
pump himself up. Well, yeah, he would go on there and defend Kevin Durant. Like when other people would hate on Kevin Durant. Oh, he would do a fake account to and defend, defend Kevin Durant. <laughs> okay, but he wasn't ever like saying, hey, Kevin Durant, have a good game like tonight. Well, no. Okay. But you know what I'm <laughs> saying? Because like, he might have psychological issues if that's what But he that's was what doing. I'm saying is it's crazy that they are that into social media that they have time for burner accounts to fight the trolls and say, oh, no, Durant's great, dude. He's a nice dude. Like, that's just so weird. Well, you realize once the season's into gear, which it is right now, the players are chilling most of the time in their hotel room. They don't have practice. I remember I read an article one time on Sam Cassell, and he back in the day, dude had bald head. No, you want to know what he looks like? He looks like an alien. Does he? He does look like an alien. He might be. He was the one that I'd always say, oh, there's the alien. Yes. that's back on the ranch. Anyways, um, so he back in the he said that he would drink every night of the season. They go they go out and get drunk. He's like a majority of my years. He's like I would play the next game hungover. Yeah. He's like, but then I realized you got to start taking care of your body, and it's tougher than that. There's a daily grind. But dude, it sounds like the NBA's kind of money, dude, because the games are late at night. You're just well, chilling all day in the hotel. Well, these sports just just have a lot of games in the season. Like you know, there's and it's not, not as a lot much of practice a, going on because the games. Are, once the games start, you're not practicing yeah. as much, so you're chilling. So you have a dude. lot of downtime. The one that parties the most, baseball. I would bet, baseball. Because they have so much downtime. And, Absolutely. And most okay. games are at night and you're in a city that you don't live in. So you go out to the bars till 4 a.m., you sleep till noon, you show up at the locker room, get an IV, and boom, you're ready to go. And, and if you're a pitcher, well, you have a whole week off. Dude, and we've seen stuff like this. I mean, like Jose Fernandez, he was out partying the night before yeah. a game when he died in the boat crash. Yes. And then, like, there was an All article right. Matt Harvey. He was out partying at the bars and then he couldn't do his start. And that is almost what led to the downfall of his career. These players partying when they have a game the next day. They party all the time. That's what I'm and saying. they used to take greenies to get over the hangover, yeah. but those aren't allowed in baseball anymore. Oh, so they test, uh, test for that? Yes. Okay. And so. Like, I used to, in Houston, I'd go see the Astros, and I knew what, what hotel the visiting team stayed at, so I'd book a room at that hotel, and you'd see them come in at 5 in the morning. There you I go. I mean, here they come, staggering into the lobby, and Dude. they got a chick with them, and they're like, all right, I'm going to bed, and then... Then they got to get up and play in the morning. I mean, they're just bloodshot eyes. I mean, but they have the whole day to recover. They the have game's the whole... not till seven at night. Exactly. And guys, and guys, the road goes on forever and the party never ends. I hung out with Wade Boggs and um, uh, Johnny Damon, and those dudes, they're all retired. Like, Wade Boggs has been retired for like 30 years. They drink like no one else. They still like never stopped. Well, you George know, Brett. I mean, there's rule, hey, there's rules now with alcohol in the clubhouse because they had pitchers that, and players that got in accidents after the game. So there's not some clubhouse. I don't think even allow alcohol. But dude, back in the day, they'd have each player would be able to get as drunk as they wanted in the clubhouse. That's before they even went back to their hotel or to the clubs. Yeah, like just after a game, they'd be getting hammered. I think there's rules against it now because some of the players got in car accidents. But when I like met that. when I met Wade Boggs, I texted lunch. I'm like, dude, I'm hang, I'm I'm flying with. With Wade Boggs, like he's right next to me or whatever, and and a lunchbox asked me, dude, ask him about uh, the fried chicken. And, I mean, he used to eat a bucket of fried chicken for every game or something like that. Yeah, but you also asked about the fourteen beer or how many beers? Who, 40, he, 44, oh, 44 beers in a in a flight? flight, something like that. He set like the re- he was like he bragged about how many he could drink in one. It was flight. a record, like forty five beers in one flight. And I and so I got the text. I'm like, hey, hey, wait, like my buddy wants to know, is that right? Is that right? He's like, damn right, it's right. <laughs> And, and how are we and, forgetting? And as that? as he was saying that, we were sitting in first class because we got flown up. He, for Wade, it. Did Wade Boggs seriously drink sixty four cans of Miller Lite on a cross country flight? Sixty four cans. Wow. And as he's as Lunchbox is asking me to ask Wade Boggs, Wade Boggs asks asks the flight attendant, "Can I have a Miller Lite, please?" And she comes and brings him a Miller Lite, and he starts drinking. He says, 
You might as well just bring me another one. By the time you get back, I'll be done with this one. Legend. I mean, dude, I was like, he's still going because that was the thing that happened when he was playing baseball. Yeah, I mean, hey, how did we forget about the Giants? They flew a private jet to Miami, and they were partying on a boat. Odell Beckham and all those guys. It, I think they had a playoff game that week or whatever. Coach, my Wade Box story doesn't end. Oh. When we show up to the country club where we're doing uh, a charity golf event, he shows up with two cases of beer. This is a country club. Everyone's in tuxedos, like the bartenders and everyone. And he puts the cases on the beer and says, these are mine. Put them under Wade. And the guy's like, sir, there's free beer here. He's like, I know, but those are my Miller Lights. Thank you. <laughs> so every night he'd go to the bar and be like, hey. My beers, please. One of Wade's? Yeah, one of Wade's yeah, beers. Yeah, we got them back we here, got Wade. Thank Both you. your cases. You don't need to be bringing the beer to the country We club. actually do a bottle, but you want Wade's cans? <laughs> that is okay. so awesome. Like, he doesn't want Mark them as Wade, because they probably didn't have Miller Lite at this nice function. I don't know. Maybe and he probably did. likes drinking out of a certain can or whatever. It. Right, and he wants to drink out of a can instead of a bottle. Yeah, like, he all has this. his ways. So, yeah, Jeff Nelson was a pitcher for the Yankees, and he played a couple seasons with Wade Boggs, and he was on this radio show. And he'd say on a typical road trip, east coast to west coast, say a road game to Seattle, Wade would drink somewhere between 50 and 60 beers. <laughs> and the host said, no way, 50 or 60 beers, that is impossible. And he goes, no, I know. I know how crazy that sounds, and I wouldn't believe it if unless didn't it. I didn't see it with my own eyes numerous times. And he drank nothing but Miller Lite. Guys, I'm telling you, I witnessed Wade Boggs drinking the Miller Lights. It was one of the greatest days of my life. Like That's it's pretty cool. That amazing. You met him. And then we were talking. He goes, "For sure, we're flying in the air." And he goes, "For sure, I'm going to die on a plane crash. Like for sure, that's how I'm going to go." And I'm like, "Why?" He's like, "It's a numbers thing, man." I flew when I played baseball. That's all I did. I flew everywhere. And I'm like, "Well, when you fly a bunch, you're going to die on a plane. Like it's just the risk factor." I'm like, "That's a little crazy. We're in the air right now. That you're saying this." He's like, "I'm just telling you the truth." You were just talking with him like that. I have his phone number. I still have his phone. I've never texted him. I texted Don't. him one, one time. We were going what to Tampa. Hey, we do a Sore Losers podcast, and you have not said, hey, would you like to come on the Sore Losers podcast? Do you want me to text him so he wants yeah. to come on? But guess what? He ain't responding to yeah, you. Yeah, he will. Dude, he's going to think you were some random number. Yeah, no, no, no. Of, we, the, we, of the million random numbers he gets? No, we are in a charity event together. Yeah. It, he, he plays a lot of charity events, dude. You know how many times he gives out his The bartender that held the mate, the Wade cans, he also hey, got the okay, number. Okay, you got your phone right now. Yeah. Let's see if he can text you by the end of this podcast, if he'll respond. You got like 10 minutes. Oh, boy. You got like 10 minutes. This is the first time he's ever going to text him? What are you going to say crazy. to Wade Boggs? Hey, well, what do you hey, want man. me to say? I'll guess. Hey, man, it's Eddie. Met you at a golf tournament. Um, How you been, dude? How's the weather? Wade Boggs, here we go. I have no idea what to say. Just be like, hey, we met at a charity... No, here's what no, you're going to say. he says he listens to our radio show, so I'm just going to say it's Eddie from the radio show. Okay, from so the Body that, Bone Show. But do that and say, hey, uh, I was drinking a Miller Lite. Thought of you. Okay. So we, 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 we got on the discussion of Miller Lite, so we're like, oh, I wonder what Wade Boggs is up to. Boom. I don't want to lie to him. Do we have any Millers here? We have Coors. Oh, shut up. You can that. lie to Wade Boggs. He's not going to hear this. It's tell, okay. Hey, tell him that we were doing a show. We all drank like 12 uh, Miller Lights, but we were talking about how he drank 66. But tell him we're buzzed a little bit. Okay. I said we're we just drinking We seem some... like we're cool. To yeah, this, send him a selfie okay. too. What? No, 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 no. Oh, yeah. I have a picture of him on my Instagram wearing my hat. Drinking a Miller Lite. Go to my Instagram, producer Eddie. It's on there. Dude, how did you? How hang many out years with ago? How many years ago? This was four years ago. Oh my gosh! So they're gonna have to scroll back four years on Eddie's Instagram to find him and Wade Boggs. Okay, hey, it's Eddie from the Bob Bone Show. We're just drinking some Miller Lights, thinking about you, man. Hope you're love well. It. Love is it. Is that good? Yep, love it. Oh my gosh, this is hilarious.
Right. Uh, hey, response or no response? It's just me and lunch betting here. Uh, no money to bet. I don't have uh, no response. No response. How much more time do we have in this podcast? Ten oh, minutes. Ten All minutes. Right. No Sent. response. <laughs> Sent. Wow. Okay. And uh, this is I thought was pretty funny. Uh, Matt Liner. Yeah. He has an eleven-year-old son. Lane Kiffin, FAU head coach, said he offered him a scholarship. Really? Dang. Because <laughs> he's going to be a baller. I mean, he plays quarterback for his little for his little tykes, his little, his little uh, flag peewee. football team. Liner, man, he was in and out of the league quick, like. Yeah, he was. He, he lasted about Manziel yeah, style. Ate him up, chewed him up, spit him out. Well, I wouldn't say Manziel style. I would say he had a little bit more class, and it, he actually. It, yeah, tried. he didn't go out the way Manziel hey, did. Is yeah. Manziel ever getting back in the league? No. no. Ah! Why Never. do you like him so much, right? Like, I, I know he's not getting back in the league because I saw the highlights of him playing in Canada. And oh, he, he was just terrible, throwing, dude. He was intercepting. That's all he did. I mean, is he still playing in the season? I don't know when the CFL is. It? I think the season ended. For some reason, they don't talk about him anymore. Yeah, I don't. I have no idea when it's. Dude, it, oh god, he's terrible. Dude, he was the most amazing college football player to watch when we first moved to Nashville. He was. I so would sit in my fun. room and watch Manziel and love every second of those games. Is there a player as electrifying in college right now? As you remember Manziel being in right college? now, yeah, no, a college guy. I no. mean, Manziel was un dude. He would run and run and run and run and then launch it, and then Evans would be there and catch it. His who, games were must see yes. TV. You know who else was like that though? Baker Mayfield, eh. Vince Young. Yeah, I agree. Vince Young. But was I was just saying just, now. But yeah, yeah now Vince now was I don't have anybody. Baker Mayfield. Eh. I would almost say that cornerback for the the Sooners. Tyler Murray, Ty- a little Tyler dirty, Murray. but not as crazy as Manziel. No, no, was no, on. not even close. Manziel was on a whole new this is level. Another man. level, man. It's different. Because do you really appointment watch Oklahoma's games right now? No, exactly. Do you appointment watch Tua, your Heisman? No. And that's the, you know no, why? There's nobody as exciting I'm as Manziel right them. now. I'm gonna tell you why I don't watch them. They're boring because right? I know they're gonna be up 32 to nothing at the end of the first quarter, and I'm like, why do I need to watch this? It's not exciting. Like they're they're just they're so good, so good. Do they lose a game? No. Oh, I thought you I, said, did they lose a game? I was like, dude, no, they, haven't lost, they? they haven't lost no. a game in a long time. Do they have any kind of challenge coming up in their schedule? I will be shocked if a team is within 15, 14 points of them dude, at the end of the game. They, Anybody. They won't lose a game. Points. Alabama is your national champion. Like It's the first time in a couple of years that we've been able to predict it so confidently, confidently right now. Like Alabama is the champion. And can people stop with the Heisman Trophy talk? They're like, oh, the Heisman watch. There is one Heisman Trophy Tua. winner. Tua Tagalova just right, just engrave the trophy right now. He is the high. He hadn't even played the fourth quarter yet. That's how dominant he has been, and his team has been. He is the Heisman winner. I know we have to. I guess you have to build hype around it. Like, oh, could right. this guy challenge for the Heisman? No one can challenge for odds. the Heisman except for Tua Tagalova. I hope they have those odds. Oh, look it up. He has to be. You had to bet a hundred dollars to win ten. I bet. Because he is, he has to be by and far and away the leader in the clubhouse. What are you looking uh, up, Eddie, Eddie? Any texts over there, dude? I'm just no, no, no texts Wade Boggs. I'm just trying to see. There's not, there's not one game up ahead for Alabama that, that worries that, me. Well, then the playoffs, they're gonna have two no, tough no, no, ones no, in before, the playoffs before the postseason. Well, I mean, they're gonna have to play LSU. Yeah. They're gonna Auburn, in the finals in the what in the SEC championship? No, they play them in the regular. No, 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 in the regular season. Okay, because they're both in the SEC. That's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about. They're in the playoffs. SEC West, and I they're gonna have to play Auburn. That Auburn plays them tough, but Auburn has struggled. I I just okay. Uh, oh. My God! Tell Speak. me, Tua isn't that much of a favorite to win the Heisman? Who is? Oh, I'll tell you, the Notre Dame guy, the Notre Dame running back. No, it goes Tua, Haskins of Ohio State, 
Kyler Murray of Oklahoma and Will Greyer, West Virginia quarterback. What? Tua is kind of even money. So you bet 100 to win 100? Oh, I want it to be more than that. It's uh, I want it to be that good, but it's not. It's uh, bet 100, you win 70. That's terrible. <laughs> That's, 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 that's better bet. than what you're what you said originally. Right, but they, that's still a big favorite. What's the second place? Dwayne, uh, two to one. Haskins, you'd put down a hundred and you'd win two hundred. That means he is. That's a huge favorite, though. That is huge. That's a favorite, but that's not a crazy, crazy favorite. These Heisman odds change in a heartbeat. No, no, no. You, what you're not you are you're not looking at it at the right scale. You have to bet a hundred to win seventy. Yeah. And you bet a hundred, you win two hundred on Haskins. So you double your. I mean, that that is a over over the course of hundreds of dollars. Yeah, then it's a wide margin. But right at that, it's not that much. Heck, why would you not bet Tua? You put down a thousand, you could. Oh my gosh, you put down a thousand, you win seven hundred dollars. That's what I'm saying. That's a lock for seven hundred dollars. We've been talking Eddie, about Eddie trying to make money. Go. Dude, you bet Tua, you win an easy seven hundred dollars. How but much do I have to bet? You got to put a thousand down. You'll win two thousand. You know, you'll win seventeen hundred, seven hundred profit. I can't do that. I can't risk two thousand dollars. No, no, you're not risking two thousand. You're only risking a thousand. <laughs> I put down one thousand, and you'd win seven hundred bucks. Coach, this is how you pay stuff off. These easy bets like this, it's sort of like... And then if he's not the Heisman, I'm screwed again. Well, then you definitely... Then the you downside, double down on the, someone else. The downside is... <laughs> I can't yeah, listen hey, to you guys. I'm telling you, it's an easy bet. The downside is, yes, you're screwed. Then you're even more in debt. Yes, that's the downside. I don't, I've been there. I don't want to go back to that no, life. No, you could be like one of these people when like Seattle's a, a 12-point favorite and they bet $25,000 on the money line to win $600 and then Seattle loses... At home, it's like, oh, well, that was dumb. Like, I, I don't think that's worth it. I wouldn't do that. But this one's a f- for sure bet. How do the how do those stories come out of people like in their crazy bets like in Vegas? Is Probably there the like casinos a, release them? They're like, hey, yeah, this press guy release. Did this. Yeah, I don't know. So Alabama, you want to know if they have any tough? They play Tennessee this weekend. Oh my that gosh, is a that spread has to be like thirty. And then they play at LSU. That is the only. And then they play Mississippi, Mississippi State. Oh, here's one. The Citadel. That'll be 100 to nothing. And then they Why play. Why they them? Because they just need an easy game. Oh, my goodness. Because they think the SEC's already tough enough, so they have one little cupcake. But that that LSU game's tough, but, man, I just I don't know. I, I don't see anybody that can challenge them. Hey, we got – is he texting you or what? We got uh, Wade Boggs. He's got see. two minutes. Let me see if, he, if there's a bubble. Maybe there's a bubble going back and there's forth. There's not a bubble. Maybe he's thinking. Oh, maybe he, it got lost in the Maybe he space. wants to say the right thing. You realize, famous people, that obviously they don't just give it to complete strangers, but somebody that they can kind of trust at a golf tournament. You realize how many people, famous people, have given their numbers to or their personal list. Maybe he didn't even give he you probably, his real number. He might have changed his number Dude, by now. And they went through. It's an iMessage. Okay, he went through. Maybe he gave you his personal assistance number. No, I've talked to him before. You said you never texted him. I texted him one time when we were playing in Tampa, and I said, come out to the show. I said, can't do it this time. Thanks for the invite. You should have posted that tweet, dude. Yeah. If he responds to you, you have to post the tweet. Like, that's so cool that Wade Boggs. What do you mean responds to me? I Dude, I hung out with him all weekend. That's crazy. But you realize famous people get numbers from people. They have they not save numbers all the time. All the time. All the time. Did but, he save your number into his phone, or did he just give you his number? I think he just gave me his number. Because oh, you okay. realize that what you just sent him, he's gotten 20 of those already today. Really? Oh, yeah. An dude, old baseball dude, player? famous people get numbers they never recognize all the time. All the time. I'll tell you what, guys. This is going to hurt my feelings if he doesn't write back. Okay, so sure that month, that next month, he responded because he knew who you were. Top of mind. Coach, it's been years. He doesn't know who the hell you are. 
You know how many golf tournaments he's played in since the one you guys yeah, played and in? You know how many beers he had at that golf tournament? <laughs> he probably doesn't remember, right? Coach, you know how many no Miller idea. Lights he's put down since that golf oh tournament? Oh, my goodness. That kills brain cells. Now, do you think he has to pay for his Miller Light? Or do you think Miller Light just gives it to him? No, for no, free? no. He has to pay for it. No chance. Yeah. No. He's got plenty of money. I mean, I understand that. But that, Richard Branson just came out. He, he did an, an interview. You know who Richard Branson is? He virgin. Goes, he goes, you know what's crazy? He goes, and it's the most annoying thing ever. He said, now. That I am worth four point five billion dollars, I don't pay for a meal anywhere I go. He goes, I go any, to any restaurant, and they're like, "Hey, don't worry about it, we got it." And he's like, "No, I'm worth four point five billion. I should be the one paying for the meal. Let me pay for my meal." He goes, every restaurant tells him, "Don't worry about it. It's on the house." So it's that's so stupid. It's, like it's just stupid the way that works. It does. You're right. That's how it happens. But it's so dumb. Right. But richer so, get richer, and the poor get poor. You go to any restaurants that you know you can get a free meal? No. I don't. I, I, I don't got, have any restaurants. I got like my that. bar downtown, free meal every time I go in. Really? What about drinks? They oh, you'll drink there all day. The food's free, and they'll charge you forty bucks. So, so it's not free. But I get free food. The how food's much, free. I how, just said the food's free. How much are you like saving? Hundreds. We're getting shots. We're getting mixed drinks. We're drinking there for a whole football game, and we pay forty. A whole group. Let's, let's be real. I. For the longest, I never paid for drinks at bars when I went. There out. we go. And That's I, the story I saved we wanted. Thousands. Of dollars over my career drinking. Thousands. Easily. I never realized how expensive drinks were because I never had to pay for them. (laughs) Because you're a celebrity? Yes. And I'd go to the same bars. I knew the bartenders. You make friends with them. And they hook you up. And Dude, you know what it's like drinking with Lunchbox? You're drinking out of a cup. He gives you a styrofoam cup that they don't even hand out to normal patrons. You're like, what is this? It's a styrofoam cup that's an extra large, and it's a mixed drink, and it was free. And you're like, but nobody else in the bar has this styrofoam cup. He's like, yeah, I know. The bartender gave it to me. You're drinking like a triple XL drink for free in a styrofoam cup that nobody else in the bar has. Can you guys still do that in Nashville? Lunchbox? Do you I, do that? I used to. Yeah. I just got, what? I got, I got one bar that hooks it up. But dude, he hooked it up around the corner. Every time we went out, he got not only himself free drinks, me, the chick I was with, another girl, all free drinks. The lady at the Waffle House, who I see every time I go, doesn't even freaking give me free anything. All the time. Free, <laughs> free, 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 free drinks. What? You, just t- you tip your bartender, and they take care of you. It was the life. Because one time I went out in a different city that wasn't Austin or wasn't Nashville, and I was with some buddies, and it was like, four or five bucks for a drink and i said goodness drinks are expensive and my buddy garrett goes yeah now what do you know what it's like to pay for a drink you idiot and i was like i had no idea they were that expensive like that restaurant we go to once in a while like you know right down the street i don't want to say the oh, name i know what you're talking about but i mean they they know who we are they give us a table they don't give us oh, food whiskey for kitchen? free all they give us is a table but, they, but, but why did you drop your pin i don't know what you're because mad. i purposely said i'm not going to say the name of the place why? Because they never hook us up with free stuff. <laughs> I'm like, the, why, why the not? The girl does give us the prime table no, in front of the prime table. It's a table. So it's a I nice understand. Booth. I wish they would hook us up too, but I mean, we haven't got to that level yet. We're, 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 not, to that, we're not to LeBron James level. We're not to Richard Branson. But you couldn't walk into a bar without getting a free drink. Well, that's not... Bars are different. Bars are different. It's easy. restaurants? It, the overhead. That's why it's cool that Branson gets free restaurants. Restaurants is the next level. Yes, that's, because... The drinks are the easy thing. Because a, a bottle of, of alcohol costs them 50 cents. So if they're giving away a couple drinks, it doesn't matter on the bottom line. They're giving away a whole, uh, you know, ribeye or tomahawk steak. 
that that hundred dollar steak is going to cost them a little bit. I Dude, just don't know that life. But if like, you can go to a place and get a free meal, that's when you're a baller. Free drink. That's when you're uh, ball- you got a little bit of a cook up. Dude, yep. free meals, baller status. Free hotel rooms, that's pretty baller. When that's, someone hits you up on Twitter, like, hey, hit me up, I got free whatever, do you ever hit, hit him up? No, like free golf. Like, I mean, when people can hit you up for free golf, like I got a buddy back in Austin, he doesn't pay for a round of golf. He knows everybody, and he plays golf free at every course in town. Bucky. Okay. I just did not say his name on purpose. Well, I did the same thing with Whiskey Kitchen. <laughs> oh, and he just threw his pen <laughs> But that's frustrating too, dude. We play golf every week, and we can't get one golf course in this town to be like, "Hey, Eddie and Lunchbox, play the course. We got it. No problem. No green fee. You're good." Because yeah, you're like, not as established as these guys that have been in me? the community. Sore losers. I mean, this is an established dude, we have a podcast. Podcast. Okay. <laughs> All right. Hit us up on Sore Losers. Did show. Wade Boggs text back? Let's see. Hold on. Wait, hey, wait, 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 wait. Wait. Let's hit, extend wait, wait, the show on. a little bit. Hit us up on on Twitter. Sore Losers show on Twitter. Sorry, Eddie and I got a little heated earlier. I don't know. Eddie got really frustrated with me and yeah, got wait, real don't, mad. Don't mess with my finances. Don't All talk. I did was say you didn't pay for your wedding, and he about he he. If I want like to talk about my finances, let me do it. Don't you don't want to come in on it? Yeah. And when Eddie said forty grand debt, ooh, that brought the it's show. It's real, dude. It sucks. Yeah, That's why I'm trying to play oh. DraftKings every Sunday. <laughs> But I got it. I'm in on that 15-game parlay, though. I'm in. That's $1, you sold me. If my risk is $1, Ray, I'm always in. Coach, you can do five of those and five different parlays of 15 teams and make 15000 So but you, you don't increase your do, chances. You don't even have to do 15. You can do 10. But the 15 how, how much is, is 10 pay? Okay, I, yeah, like, we're probably at like 3000 But the 15 teams is how you, get, but that's how you get to that 15000 mark. But you can also get to that $10,000 <laughs> mark. I mean... <laughs> I know it's that grand prize that makes you keep coming. Coach, like it's so doable. It's so doable. All right, it's not. No, it is doable. Coach, it is doable. I remember that. Stupid... It's a lot more doable than your damn draft. Kings. <laughs> there you go. I would agree with you on that. It's Thank a lot you. more doable than your draft kings. Remember that stupid thing that Ray had is doing called the streak, where where all you had to do was pick how one many, guy, one guy in, every game, every week, every day, every day, every day in Major League Baseball to get a hit, one hit. Sounds easy, right? Oh, it's impossible. Freaking impossible. Freaking impossible. All you got to do is get 52 hits and you win millions of dollars. 57. And you win 5.6 million. Nobody did it this season. Of, of course, course not, they because it's hard. There's been two guys that have come really close, but nobody's ever done it in the history that they've done it for 10 years. How many? 57? Yeah, 57. They have one. Ted Williams' hit record? Usual, right? What are you, you're talking about the streak? Yeah, the hit streak. Yeah, some it's 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 after some ball player. Yeah, yeah it was it. it was Ted Williams, I think. Is that what it was? Yeah, you had fifty seven. Fifty six. Fifty seven to break it. Fifty six straight hits. So you on the streak, you had to pick. You can pick any major league baseball player. It doesn't have to be the same one every day. It can be a different one every day. It could be the same one every right. day. Right, but you just go and you pick it. And it's fifty. You get fifty-seven, and you win. Or do you have to get fifty-six? One of the two. And you get to break it. Fifty-seven. You get five point six million dollars. Yeah, it that's sounds crazy. Easy. That's and crazy. it's Joe DiMaggio's hit streak. Oh, it's not Ted Williams. No. Okay. But it, you know, it, so it's really hard. We we thought, oh my gosh, we're gonna do this. The most I ever got was five. <laughs> I don't even think I got five. <laughs> I got five, and I was just like, this is so impossible. After that, I was like, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, but I'll I'll hit a fifteen game parlay for six. Thousand dollars. Exactly. No, for sixteen thousand. Whatever. All right. Hey, no text from Wade Boggs. Hold on, let me check. Let's check. See if that bubble's up too. He's probably thinking. No, no text and no bubble. Oh. Says delivered though. That's so good. that means his number's no, still No, that working. means it got delivered to his personal assistant. He didn't give you his real phone. Wait, do you know an Eddie from the Body Bone Show? <laughs> no? Okay. Just ignore it. Uh, is it a chick? <laughs> oh. 
And did you know, I didn't know this about the Warriors rings. They're reversible. Like uh, like jackets? Like vests? Yes. Like vests that have like uh, water resistant on the outside and then cloth on the inside? Yeah. There's 74 sapphires on the blue side, which represent the number of wins regular season and playoffs by the Warriors. And then on the white side, there's 74 diamonds to represent the win. To- that is un... How do you reverse a ring? Is it made out of rubber? I don't know. Someone from Rockwall, Texas is answer calling it. me. Should I answer Yes. It? Maybe it's Wade Boggs. Hello? Put on speaker. Hello? Hello? Uh, yes, you're bankrupt. Hello, you're on the Sore Losers podcast. Uh-oh. Hello. I, I heard something about owing money. Uh, I don't oh, know. he just hung up. Yeah. Uh, this is the this is the police department. Oh, you're this under is the arrest. Federal Bureau of Investigation. Oh, I don't know oh. what they were calling about. They were my insurance company, but... Were you in the parking lot of the Wild Cow oh, last we're night we're at calling about 7 p.m. getting a peanut tempeh tacos? <laughs> <laughs> you are wanted for burglary. Have you ever been to Texas before? <laughs> I used to live there. I was born and raised. We're going to need to take you in for questioning. For what? I didn't do it. You're under arrest. It wasn't me. That all happens on the podcast? <laughs> That'd be amazing. Who was that for real? It was my car insurance. I have no idea. I don't. Why, well, talk to him. No, he just hangs up on people. Well, no, Why don't you just hang like, up on her? Well, because it sounded like you know, she goes, oh, yes, this is uh, so-and-so. from." But I don't even have that insurance. So I was like, all right, I'm out. Like oh, it, for sure. You realize yeah. our numbers are floating on so many different lists. Yeah. Right. But I was just like, I don't know who this Rockwall, Texas number is. And they said car insurance and they said the wrong company. I was like, I don't have you. Bye. You know, we used to, with our cell phones, never get calls from random numbers. Now it's all the time. For some reason, our cell numbers are now available on all these lists. They yes. never used to happen You're 10 right. years ago. Because I have a phone number and I get a phone call from almost the exact same number it's like a robocall, and it has the same digits. In every, I mean, it's just like two digits off. I'm like, that's so weird. And my wife gets the same thing from her. There but, you go. Yeah. All right. Hey, one dude. last check before we go. Uh, Wade Boggs. Uh, let me check one more time. No text. Let me see if the bubble is up. See if he's thinking. Uh, doesn't look like it. No, no bubble. No All text. right. And if you want to hit a two-game parlay today, go ahead and take the Brewers and the Astros. Two-game parlay. Go ahead. Two-game baseball parlay? Two-game. Hey. Oh, God. Best thing ever I did in Vegas was hit a seven gamer. That was the baseball. Best. Baseball. You hear that? Seven game is seven possible. Gamer. Fifteen is possible. Hey, Twenty dollar bet paid nine hundred dollars. Let me tell you, dude. Seven gamer is pretty it impressive. It was amazing. It was amazing. I was there and I was at uh, Excalibur and I'm watching it and I'm watching the. All I need is the Cubs or the Braves against somebody. It's the last game of the seven games. They're up two to nothing and there's a ground ball up the middle. Andrew Jones comes up and it goes all the way under his glove, all three runs score, and it's in the seventh inning. And they go down 3 2, and I was like, that's it. I'm done. I lost. I'm going to go play blackjack. I'm done with this crap. And I go back, and then one of my buddies comes over and goes, oh my God, they hit a home run in the ninth to win. They won. They won. They won. And I won. I was going crazy. It was awesome. Great. All right, we're out of here. But yeah, that's it. Brewers and Astros tonight. Baseball parlay. Lock. Holy crap. I hope that's right. Eddie, you going to buzz us out or no? Well, yeah, and I'm, I'll have I'm, a, I'm looking at the NFL schedule, and i got to pick a winner of this every freaking game. This is crazy. you got dude. a couple days. No, no, against hey. the spread. And it's not just the winner. You have They have to cover the spread. Yeah, this is tough. You're going to have to go in. I'm going to have to pick some wild cards It's not there, NFL, right? though. You can do NCAA and no, NFL. I know NFL the best. Okay. Uh, and then also, y'all, uh, I will so have hard. my lock. Just take, just take. 
Alabama, whatever the spread is. I'll have my lock for this weekend. I'll give you a little football lock. I don't have a lock on a Wednesday. All right. Thank you guys for listening. We appreciate you every single time. We know you have a lot of choices when you listen to podcasts. Thank you for listening to this one. Now you sound like everybody else. How cool is that, right? You sound like an airplane guy, flight attendant. We know you have a lot of choices when you fly. Thank you for picking Southwest. I'll be the first one to welcome you to Houston, Texas. All right. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Ah.